0: A Hellboy podcast the show dedicated to the half demon hero hosted by me Kate Thompson
1: and me Mark David Christensen. Yeah We yeah.
0: were talking about Hellboy before this stuff even starts It's
1: true We just wanted to keep talking about it We're
0: just about talking
1: it about it On off mic all the time somehow we make a our conversation nice stuff Yes, there is a lot of nice stuff There's in the world. There's a lot of nice <laughs> merch. Um, and that brings us to our first segment. <laughs> before we get to discuss um, the issues that we'll be discussing this week, yeah, this will be our first episode that's just us. Uh, yeah. We've had guests two episodes in a row to start off our new Guess season. heavy. But now we're like, get out of here, Dragging guests. us down. Oh, no. no. <laughs> now we're free to fly.
0: Get the hell out of here. No, Dave's dying. I oh, am. Yeah. That sucks.
1: But you know what? If I'm dying... Uh, I'm gonna go down with a lot of cool Hellboy, a lot merch. Of cool shit, and you know that well, bury that- me
0: like a pharaoh <laughs> with all of my cool shit in my sarcophagus.
1: There you go, <laughs> and you know that is that means we got a cool segment yeah. of hell to pay. Woo. Um, our first thing that we want to discuss is that gigantic brewing in order to like, I this seems like sort of like a thing to like you know finish out their batches of the Hellboy beers, yeah, get them out in the world. Uh, Make sure everybody got got a chance to taste them, I guess. But they are releasing, and it's available now. Um, We'll talk about how you get it in a moment because it's a little um, specific. But Gigantic Brewing um, has released, um, or has available now, a limited beer collector's box, which comes with all six beers as well as it comes with prints of the design. So these individual like printed um, art cards of each Label And in addition, I think that means there's no logo. It's just the drawings that Mignola made for each of those. And you get magnets when the magnets are very specific. When I went there uh, over vacation a while ago, I got some of the magnets that they had. They were very nice. They pulled them out and they got me some magnets that were on the wall, cool. but I don't have them all. So this limited collector's box set from Gigantic Brewing is only available either in store at Gigantic Brewing in Portland. Or you can get the app called Travor, T-A-V-O-R dot com um, app. And in that, you put in a promo code Hellboy. This is sort of this step you probably don't need to do. That was to get notified on um, early of the release of the limited uh, collector's box set. Uh, but that's where you have to purchase it if you want to get it ordered to you yeah. or, or shipped to you. Uh, me and Kate have both been contemplating buying this box set it's a hundred dollars that's the thing um i want it very badly because i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind drinking these beers one last time yeah especially like in the capacity of like if this collector said i'd probably just enjoy them we wouldn't have to like share them or or critique them (laughs) yeah but a hundred dollars is a big a big ass. Not. I think it's generally overall. I mean, I paid a what ten dollars or more, ten dollars about for each of those bottles. So, I mean, it's a you're paying more for the packaging, yeah. and the extra art, and all exactly.
0: That. Like if you're looking at it just by the bottle, it's like sixteen dollars a bottle. But it's you also get all the cool shit with it, and like the box is neat. And especially like if you're just far away from Portland, it's probably yes. nice to be like, oh, okay, I'll. I want to try this really bad. Give it to me.
1: Exactly. It's
0: not a terrible deal.
1: I don't think it is at all, especially if you're a fan of Hellboy and you're a drinker. I'm very curious people that just want it for the labels and stuff. If they're non-drinkers, if they would, if it would be worth it or not. Or do they just ask a friend to drink them and then give them the bottle back? That's the
0: thing. Is it like less valuable with no beer inside?
1: Yeah, right? Because I don't want to keep the beer. doesn't, it's not like a wine, right? It doesn't. No. Yeah. It would expire. It would expire. (laughs) Because I've, I've definitely be had no beer in the good. house where I've opened it and I'm like, ooh. If you look,
0: if you like search for it, you can find an expiration date on beer. But I usually am not. Yeah, looking. we're drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I have to typically worry about.
1: Yeah, and we're into February. I'm over my Janu- my dry January at this point. <laughs>
0: Me too, dude. I'm well over it.
1: I went and saw I went and saw Birds of Prey and I had a I had a bourbon and a beer. Did you like it? I thought it was very fun.
0: That's all I want from it. That's then all you will I want from that. it. I'm like, excited. I want to like, see
1: it. There's nothing disparaging to about to say about it. Yeah. And it's also nothing that's like for me like Oh, like oh, rush to see it! Right, right. It's very in the middle of the ground, like fun movie.
0: Yeah, I wish I saw it opening weekend to be like supportive
1: of the movie for sure because it's but female I, made. Yeah, because the writer like and f- the director, yeah, both, yeah, are both women.
0: Yeah, I think I think like there's really cool shit about it.
1: Um, I think that I, really I like the performances. I think the the cast is. I love very her fun. as Harley
0: Quinn. I think she's great casting. Yeah,
1: she's. I mean, I don't know who else would play the part. Yeah, in the in the world as of. It is now.
0: It's like lucky to have gotten her on Suicide Squad, like at the point in her career where she, like, I, I mean, you know, now she's like going to the Oscars and so she's like getting nominated for Oscars. So it's like cool to have that echelon of actor working on. I mean, you know, it's not like totally uncommon now. Like a bunch of comic yeah, that's movies. how they're doing it. Yeah, they're doing it like that. But
1: I get what you're saying. They the got her. Batman, bef- they got her I, before she could guy, really say. Oh, I don't want to even think about this. Right, the new Batman—is that what you're gonna say? Yeah,
0: Paul Dano's gonna be the Riddler. Have you heard that? The guy from There Will Be Blood, the light picture. Yeah,
1: I mean he looks visually like a good Riddler. Yeah, I yeah. mean they released the like the test footage of I Robert saw, Pattinson. Yeah, I saw the cowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I it'll be f- I, maybe it'll be this fine. isn't a this isn't a I DC kinda, podcast, but yeah. I'm, i the only thing is I I I, the, I I had a brief we'll briefly talk about this. I'm not. I'm not like mad about a new Batman coming out. Yeah, I really don't have. It's almost just falls into the ranks of like uh, I don't care. And it's only because I I looked up like the gap between the last, like when Clooney's came out, Batman and Robin, and yeah. Batman Begins was an eight year gap. Yeah, with in in also in an era where we weren't always privy to behind the scenes stuff. Right, and now it's like there's only four years until this new one comes out from the last one. Then yeah. Affleck's Justice League came out, and when this one releases, it will only be a four-year gap, but also we're already, a year before the movie's supposed to be released, have images. Yeah. So there's, for me, there's a less little bit of like magic or... Yeah, like there's, a, ex- there's certainly
0: no mystery to it if you want to find it, this information out. It's like easy yeah. to find. Cuz I feel like And it's hard to avoid actually. If you're like on Twitter or something, there's it's like, "Well, fuck, I now I want to look at those." I'm right.
1: Look at the screen test and shit. Cuz when Batman Begins, when I got re- announced that that was coming, it felt like a surprise. Yeah. You sort of were like you knew Batman existed. There was other mediums and stuff that did it, and it was yeah. always going to be around. But the movie, like, cinema-wise, you were like, eh, you know, you you only knew Batman and Robin as the last one and then those others. So when Batman Begins got announced, we were all like, whoa, this is going to be cool. Maybe this will be awesome, you know? Now it's like they just keep reinventing it so quickly. There's no, like... There's no, it's like it's like working out in a sense, like your muscles no don't break. Get, get to fucking. You heal. can tell you're going to gym, <laughs> gym classes <yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah, <I wanna> <laughs> you're using You're like it's
0: like it's like doing a workout.
1: <laughs> oh boy, here I go. I'm no, changed. I'm just kidding. I'm
0: just. Kidding. <laughs> it's great. Um, the the only thing that I'm excited about is like I think I really liked the Nolan Batman movies. I don't really love Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought that those movies were no fun, and I'm oh, kind I agree of looking that. for like. I kind of like Batman and Robin and Bat. like, I, I like those movies. They're dumb as hell. I think yeah. they're very fun. They were very fun as a kid to watch. And to this day, I'll watch them every now and then and be like, I'm like laughing, having a good time watching this movie. Hundred percent. It's certainly years, not yeah. what I, you know, it's, it's, it's like a nineties version of the sixties TV show. You know, it's like silly as fuck. But that's like an element of Batman. That's like a part of Batman. And I don't think it's like, I don't know. I'm ready. But this looks like it's certainly going to be very dour and like serious as well. If you get Paul Dano signing up for it like that's my immediate thought is like he's going to be like I'm
1: the Riddler. And I'm like, ooh, 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 yeah. And I'm like
0: this is going to be dark as
1: hell. Yeah, I agree. And it's like and they just don't feel like full re- reinventions. Right. Uh, what if it's not? What if it's fun? What if there's
0: nipples I hope on a I suit? would love if it
1: was like a if it gave us like I a fucking want surprise. I don't I don't need nipples, but like yeah. that energy would be fun if it was like yeah, it looks the way you thought it was, but there yeah. was more of like a fun energy. Maybe they'll surprise us. Yeah, but there's a balance, right? Like though? I don't need fucking... it to
0: be—I don't need it to be like Suicide Squad, where it's like looks like a mu- music video. Like I don't yeah. need it to be like splatters across the screen. But there's—I think there's like an element of fun that you could inject back into Batman that he is like missing in the last decade.
1: Yes. Or two. I agree. Uh, we only have one image. We don't know it. We don't right, know what right, the tone right. is going to tell. be. But Just I mean, based
0: on those actors, I was like, "Yeah, it looks pretty." Have you seen the Lighthouse?
1: Yeah, I loved Lighthouse. It was so cool. Should have got. I watched Oscar it It
0: really should have. It was great. Willem Dafoe was so good in it. He's amazing. He was
1: adorable. <laughs> As a crazy, I was man. like, he's
0: kind of g- adorable in this. Like, I
1: agree with you on that. It's great. 100% agree with Sorry you. I love that we digress from beer to D.C. So far. <laughs> but those, those things come up. But like, yeah. and you know, they're all in the same realm. Hellboys yeah. in the world of of those. He uh, hung out with Batman f- once. So uh, yeah, he we did. We can talk about it. Uh, we definitely talked about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're out there and you want to get those beers, go for it. Get that Trevor uh Travor, um, I wish app, Gigantic would order send it, or go us a to gigantic. box. <laughs> yeah, hey, Gigantic. <laughs> Send us a box. We might not. Do Maybe dessert. two. We did buy a whole box. We bought so much of your beer. Yeah, we per- we did episodes we See, love your beer. When actually. I found out
0: how much money you spent, I, I felt so bad for dragging my feet Venmoing you for the beer. I was like, how much for each of these beers? Oh, and I never shrap. even expected you to
1: pay I me. I finally did
0: give you half, right? Yeah, you, like, you did, but I never expected t-
1: okay. that. There was no, dude. I never bought those beers. Like, hey, with man, the temp- these
0: beers are
1: expensive so <laughs> i just wanted them and i'm yeah, glad we got them all they are great. <laughs> but great go get those beers get drunk or collect them uh, <laughs> the next thing that we want to i want to talk about uh in hell to pay is this there's this new hellboy statue that was announced that's based on the mantis figurines this um incredible i, I just want to give you the specs real quick cool. for this the Hellboy statue is approximately nine um, inches tall, nine inches wide. The base is seven point five inches di- in diameter. This thing is insanely cool. Fucking, it looking. does look really cool. Uh, the
0: like paint job on it is awesome. Yes,
1: I love the shading is great. Yeah, if there was one figure that I would want, it would be this. I think it's pretty great. I'm Not that I have not not enjoyed some of the ones we've looked at and absolutely wanted, but this one is cuz i think i i love that game i think they did a great job of it yeah i think it encapsulates what we love about the co- about the the source material and it also he's he's like buff and stuff but he doesn't look completely like swole right, or like yeah.
0: uh he doesn't have like veins popping
1: his knees are a little ugly for me but that's okay those knees are just knees you know knees with muscles will great. never be attractive to me
0: never be appealing
1: <laughs> big beefy knees yeah, but it's pretty crazy. This is this is coming. Let's see what it says. It's $149.99. So if you don't want those beers, get this. Yeah, you can't now drink it. Do I get this or the this, beer? <laughs> you can't drink it. So. You can't. <laughs>
0: That's my real choice here. That's what I'm leading towards. There you go. I, I think it's an awesome. It's really awesome, though.
1: But yeah, this is directly based on the Mantic Games miniature found in the best-selling Kickstarter game, Hellboy the Board Game. Its exclusive statue is meticulously sculpted by the creative team at Mantic Games, and if I said Mantis, I'm sorry, it's Mantic Games, and painted as if you lifted our hero right out of the pages of the original comics. And he's posed to pack up quite a bunch. I, I God, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised this thing isn't like pre-sales, aren't like through the roof. Yeah. I love his hooks.
0: Yeah, they look On great.
1: Because like, I think that's a feature that sort of is underplayed, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just there, which I like. I mean, you no, know, I don't think he needs to overplay it. But movies really have always hidden it away. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, the hooves on this look really badass. Like, yeah, they look cool. They don't they look, look like they would awkward. They look, yeah, they look like you could kick ass with Yeah, And his right hand of doom is fucking... Amazing.
0: Yeah, it's sweet. It's like it's like a straightforward thing. Like there's not a lot of accessories going on. He's got his full horns. I guess that's the big difference. Yes, and no duster. But he's like it's pretty simple. He doesn't have like a ton of accessories in his hands or anything. It's just balled up fists, and that's a lot of times how he's fighting in the comic. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, I I think you nailed it. But with he still the has them
0: all on his belt. Like it's not like you're not like missing it. Yeah. It's not like so simple that you're like, well, where's everything? It's got like great details.
1: Yeah. But I think you nailed it. It has great detail, but it's like being s- specific to the simplicity of everything. Yeah. Even his muscles are so simple enough that I believe that it's like, yeah, a-, a working guy has this. There's, It's like
0: stylized enough. Yeah.
1: and I love his expression. I think his expression is just that perfect flat. Yeah. The chin and that the flat w- mouth. F- mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great collarbones Glass on him. Though. Those are good. Some sexy clavicles. <laughs> excellent, excellent
0: clavicles.
1: <laughs> Everybody, you can get that at Dark Horse Direct. I'm not aware if the pre-orders are open, but it will be 149.99. So rush to get that if you're a big one. Um, I know there's some listeners that collect, and I think this should be on your shelves. Yeah. Pretty if cool. I happen to have landed to 150 I can burn. This would be a great thing for me to, like, force my girlfriend to put up my apartment. <laughs> yeah.
0: Here's the scenario I imagine: you invite your friends over to play the board game, and then you're like, "Okay, let me set it up." And then you like whip this out and put it, <laughs> smash oh, it that'd on the be table. Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What?" All right, in let the me world? just get all the pieces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a nine-inch
0: figure that's like over, like taking the entire board game.
1: Yeah, it's bigger.
0: It looks. That's the really cool scenario in my head right now.
1: <laughs> I love it. And then
0: all of your friends would gasp.
1: Yeah, your friends will go, huh? How amazing you are. You're the best. you be praised the rest of your life. Exactly. Pretty great.
0: Yeah, they lift you up on their shoulders.
1: I love it. Everybody should go and get that. I I, I almost think I encourage that for the collectors more than the beer. Yeah, We're so drinkers. that they don't run
0: out of the beer and we can get
1: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's why. <laughs> uh, this is all about us. It's very cool. Great. and We have two more things that uh, we want to just quickly cover for uh, Hell to Pay which is two new comic book releases coming in the future. One is from the world of Hellboy. Uh, Mike Mignola and Scott Alley have, are writing, a, I believe this is a four-issue four miniseries called The Last Night of St. Hagen. A wily Polish spy pursued by a group of Nazi enforcers flees through the small town of Tehran. The year is 1939, the beginning of the German occupation, and he carries important information for the resistance. But a bullet, a tomb, and a ghost—perhaps even God—have their own plans for the spy, and they will involve the mystical crusader, Knight Saint Hagen. Definitely something that's right up Mignola and Scott Alley's. Yeah, Scott awesome. Alley's alley. It's a fucking
0: <laughs> gruesome cover.
1: Yeah, right. Just you have a really
0: dismembered Nazi right here on the front. It's—I mean—it's great. <laughs> yeah. His arms are both chopped off, and his leg. Is chopped off like at the upper thigh, and then this other guy behind him has got his leg chopped off.
1: Well, you gotta love it, right? Man, that's a lot of blood.
0: Dude, it looks like a lot. The of The other love. day, I was walking Poppy, Uh-oh. and I came. We there's an old man lying in the sidewalk, but another man was leaning over him. And as we got closer, I saw that the old man was bleeding out of his head so much on the and ground, was like, or on he the was on the guy on the ground and he was like an older guy like maybe in his 60s or something and i was like do you need help but the other guy who was standing over him was like a jogger who stopped to help him and this man i he i guess he got he hit his head and i guess when you get a head wound it bleeds like fucking yeah. crazy there was blood there's still blood on the sidewalk oh my god to this it happened like a week ago i was like and Poppy tries to go lick it because she's the dumbest yeah. little. Well, she's she like, loves like, blood. blood. I'm a. Yeah, you give her a bloodless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, you'll turn into a monster. <laughs> but the ambulance came like two seconds later. They helped him out and it was all good. But I was like, holy shit. That's I felt bad insane. for. I was like, oh, do you need help? Like, I felt bad for my reaction. I, I mean, think that's like, an scream. honest human reaction. Yeah, I didn't that. like scream or anything. I was just like, can I help? Like, what can There's I do? There's a bit do? of panic
1: that's going to come with that. Yeah. It was so much blood. Oh, uh, it's crazy. Was he like, it wasn't like, was it a homeless man or was it? Uh, I don't
0: know. He was just not. just walking, He didn't look
1: homeless, but it's he's hard. He's older. He could have easily fallen.
0: Yeah. I think he just maybe fell. Like, I think he uh, was just walking and fell, which made me so sad. I yeah. Was like, you poor man.
1: Well, but I hope I, he's okay. Like, yeah,
0: I think so. I like, cause the ambulance had him and he was like up and walking. So I was like, okay, thank God. But it was fucking crazy. Well, Sorry, you that, saw all that this in real blood. life, and that's what yeah. reflect is reflecting on this. <laughs> I see this issue one cover the
1: for the, the last night that, of like, St. like, Kill Hagen. Bill
0: music, like <laughs> <laughs> uh, look,
1: this art. The art interior art for it is Andrea Muddy, and color says Lee Lothridge. Lothridge. Um, the cover, the covers by Sebastian Fumara. Uh, Way to go,
0: Sebastian!
1: So great stuff. The first book of the mini series comes out on April fifteenth. Yeah. So definitely check that out for more greatness from Mike Mignola in the world of Hellboy. And then lastly, for the Hell to Pay segment, they just announced that there's another new Hellboy in the BPRD one shot coming. This comes from Mike Mignola, of course, as well as Tyrion Trevelyon. I hope I said that right. Tyrion
0: Trevelyon? Trevelion. I've never
1: heard of him prior, unfortunately to me. And then, of course, uh, Dave Stewart. It is called "Her Fatal Hour and the Sending." This is a one-shot, thirty-two pages. It will be coming on May twentieth. Um, what it has to say for here is uh, the primary story is a follow-up to last year's "Beasts," uh, excuse me, "Beast of, of Argu," in which Hellboy will reunite with the Romanian women who helped him in that story. After a demon claims the soul of a young woman in their village, the Sending will see our big, re- our big red hero. Dealing with a ghost searching for an object that the people and it is terrorizing have no knowledge of. Hellboy and the BPRD: Her Fatal Hour will be released on May twentieth. Looks cool. Yeah, and I think the cover is pretty cool too. This, yeah. um, that's this why is was,
0: definitely like Tiernan's homage to Mignola for sure, right? Like yeah, the, the like shading and stuff like that. Let me see what his. I love other the
1: um, like. build on this Hellboy um, for the cover. He's very he's much thinner than we're like sort of used to. Yeah, he still looks like he can handle himself. He has muscle, but it's more like taut. And, I don't know. It looks more like an athlete versus. I mean, I like that his abs are sort of long and weird. It's I guess it's like <laughs> yeah. an aspect of he's his. He's got demon. like a
0: long, yeah, like a long, like ape-like, almost kind of a torso. Yeah, like, this is cool. Yeah, I guess this guy does a lot of. It it, it looks like this guy definitely was like, maybe influenced by mignola i love it like if you look at his other art here it's cool yeah it'll be an exciting like one shot. judge dread stuff and this and that yeah but I'm these one shots
1: are fun they're like typically from they're, again they're from his past but they're very cool so everybody should get those in their holds if you're if you're a listener get them get online if you're not you'll have a comic book sh- sh- store nearby order get online order them. Or get them get them sent to you there's services out there that will make sure that you get your comic <laughs> books in hand. <laughs> but that's a lot of cool stuff for that Hell to Pay. Cool, yeah. So get out there. Get there. Hellboy is not a lot
0: of big money to spend on Hellboy. He
1: the story BBRD might have ended, but their Hellboy stories are they keep fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> we have one more segment before we get to our uh, issues this week. It is what I like to call hell of an award season. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and that is because Hellboy 2019 has five, not one, five nominations in this year's Razzie Awards. Yeah. Um. If you don't know what the Razzie Awards are, they are uh, a fest- The Golden Raspberry Raspberry Awards. They honor the worst film, the worst in the film industry had to offer of that previous year. So this year's the 40th ceremonies honoring 2019, uh, the worst of 2019 in the film industry. The awards that are, and they have not. This is weird because, like, the Oscar schedule has changed a lot. Yeah. Especially Latin, Apparently, this year they sped it up and they moved it up a lot. Oh. I don't follow it enough to know that. Uh, other yeah. than, I was trying to figure out when the awards will actually be announced, like the winners, and they don't. They haven't. De- they're, even though they put out the nominations, they haven't determined when the award ceremony will take place. Um, because it's, apparently this will be the first time the the Razzies are televised on some comedy network. Like, oh, they're getting cha- televised. Yeah, like on some comedy thing. So I was like, that's funny. But they don't have a date yet. But the nominations that Hellboy of 2019 got, we Fuck. got here. Worst director for um Neil Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, worst actor for David Harper. Brutal. I do like that he got it because it's not. It's like funny to see when you get like. There's, I love when people like him where you're like, yeah, but he does do good stuff. But also yeah. this one just didn't hit the, it just, he happened to be like, try his best. Yeah, I think know. he he
0: really swung hard for what he was doing. And it just like, didn't, it didn't work Nothing for me fell personally. Place. Yes. Yeah.
1: I agree. It's, it's very funny, but he got that. That's the, non- I love that they, um real quick, this is a dumb specific, but in Worst Actor, I love that in the. The awards as Hellboy slash Anun-Un-Rama. Yeah, (laughs)
0: even, you know, the Razzies are getting it right here. Yeah, they got to get it right.
1: (laughs) Um, The other nomination it got was worst prequel remake ripoff or sequel. I love that category. (laughs) It's so funny. It's really good uh then i let me see worst screenplay yeah that definitely it, i feel like I screenplay, it's, got, it's a lock it's yeah. a
0: lock for worst screenplay because i'm like but i don't know cats is on here a lot i feel like cats is gonna sweep the razzies this year yeah
1: i mean i do think cats will sweep probably a lot but i don't
0: know the um i don't know who votes for
1: these though. i don't know either <laughs> i'd have to look at the de- the specifics but to me i'm like yeah I liked cat. I could sit through cats and fuck. I still haven't as, seen as, it. As in, oh, you gotta go. I do. Go to those go. rowdy screenings that they I have in Alamo to. downtown. Yeah, that's what
0: I. I wanted to. It was sold out when we checked last, but I bet I by now people
1: must be over Maybe it. You should definitely yeah check it out. I, I. people are not over it. It's an instant midnight movie. Amazing. That's what it is. Amazing. That's why I think it. It shouldn't get the award for best screenplay because, as insane as it is, I can follow the insanity more than Hellboy's so cluttered. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, what the fuck? I and can't
0: it, believe that because I thought the whole thing about Cats was that it's like a rambling non. It is,
1: but at the same time, it's so in- bad. It's in- it's so genuinely. You just like it. It's so fun. To I could it. sit through Cats.
0: Although you know, so I, much more. I have I have two friends, this great couple who I play D and D with. They were like, we're watching a lot of uh, romps, is how they describe the movies that they're watching right now. <laughs> and they were like, we watched Hellboy 2019. Gotta say, it was a fun romp. They I liked it. it. I was like, okay, like. But that's they're going fine. in it with an. They have zero expect- expectations. They
1: they
0: they they do read comic books, but they don't read Hellboy, and they're like, uh, so they went in with like no expectation and also fully the right people to enjoy like an a giant getting hit with a big tree right. or something you know like i think it's like perfect for that but i think like you know we're a little emotionally invested i think emotionally at this invested point for sure. we've been doing a podcast about it for a few <laughs> years i think it's like yeah. you know we just want it to be good yeah and like not just a romp maybe
1: and we've had people on here and maybe we've had listeners our, maybe we need to check
0: our expectations
1: no, uh, <laughs> because I think th- a, a thing could be a good romp and yeah. also good. Yeah, I would just say that that movie has moments of poss- possibility of being potentially like a, just a fun. Some, they just overcomplicated everything for sure. There was potential. I can understand hundred percent how people can turn their brains off yeah. and enjoy those big sequ- those yeah, like pl- sequences. Yeah, I watch sequences.
0: You watch like Troll Two or whatever, or like yeah, you know it's a
1: mess, but you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, Troll 2. You're yeah. talking about the one that was like the known as the worst movie ever. Yeah, but it's yeah.
0: still like very fun to watch.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll one day revisit Hellboy when it's on. I mean, I have no plan because the second viewing of it was pretty rough to get. to Yeah. For me. Yeah.
0: But I got a lot of good movies that I still, you know. I got I got to go watch something that'll make my brain better.
1: Yeah. My brain so bad. I love bad. movies so much that I just, <laughs> I just yeah, <laughs> I love your brain so bad. My brain's so bad, <laughs> fill it with so much garbage. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I like garbage too. The last re- r- uh, Razzie that it is nominated for. I love this category. It's great. Worst reckless disregard for human life and public property. It's awesome. Oh boy, Joker. I don't know why he's on there because what is dragged across. I didn't concrete? like Joker, but I'm like, why the fuck is? I I feel like as much as I didn't like Joker, I don't think they they were trying to make points with every time they killed. I may not agree with their, their theme being com- consistent, Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, Hellboy is way. I haven't seen the other movies, so
0: yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh
1: Hellboy is pretty just nonsensical.
0: I would watch Rambo last blood.
1: Oh, if that's on, if that goes on to HBO go, that's getting a viewing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, did you see the fourth one they made?
0: I have, I watched the first like four minutes of it where it's just, opens with like pure real violence. Like it's like real people. It's like real photographs of. It's probably the fourth one. I it's guessing. crazy. It's like real footage of people getting like thrown into Yikes. pits and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck, I know this is a Rambo movie, but like, I don't know. This is gruesome like yeah. news footage to you, you know, totally. And the, in the well, fourth one, he gets full of like disrespectful, a, a
1: huge caliber gun. <laughs> And he just blows people away, and it's insanity.
0: Just like a video, it's just purely a yeah. video game. Yeah,
1: but I, I remember being—I mean, I'll admit I enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe I can't. I bet I would love it. I, I, love it. It. I <laughs> bet I would love
0: it. I love that shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, I do too. Come on, I love. I'm Stallone. a John Wick fan. Give me a, a break. Stallone fan. Stallone is so silly and perfect. A
0: real maniac.
1: But that's it, guys. As soon as we hear um when the now na- the winners will be announced for the Razzies, I think we'll. Tr- we should try to watch. Cowboy's it, I gonna guess. get at least one. It's gotta get one.
0: It's gonna get one. If
1: damn well better is all I gotta say. What is
0: it? What are the Razzies gonna be on? Like, I can't. I I, I remember Top TV was, Seven
1: or something. Like, it'll be on like. It's something funny. Like, it's a weird comedy channel. And I, I had it up, and then I was like, Let's see. I fit, like in a couple of articles said it. And now I can't. I but can't, they don't even
0: have a group. fucking date for it. So it's
1: yeah. Like, so who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows what's gonna happen. Razzies are going to get razzed themselves for not picking a date. We'll let you know. We'll let you know when we know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. I, it's in one of the articles that I pulled up, but I went to the wiki I guess for previously more.
0: previously they put it on YouTube.
1: This one's not like a weird comedy. It's like something comedy. Weird channel. And I'd never heard of it, I don't think. It wasn't Comedy Central. With that said, you know, <laughs> let's wish it the best on winning all those Razzies. Yeah. Um, and we're going to take a quick break.
0: I hope David Harbour accepts. I, I, love, I love it when, when they people, accept because you know what? Sometimes I'm people like people will love you forever. People still talk about how Halle Berry took her Razzie for Catwoman. Yeah. I feel like that comes up every now Don't and then. Don't be so
1: serious about it. It's it's really it's an art form that is great when it's great and when yeah. it's not, it's silly. Come on, let's it's admit. like
0: when you sign the contract for this, there's you have certain expectations. Like you you know, you're not doing it's not Shakespeare, dude. Yeah, exactly. You know? It could fucking it could, could, it could be. Could be. <laughs> Cause it's a fucking elevated comic art, but this version of it is not Yeah.
1: And you know what? David Harbour has nothing to lose. He's in he looks great in the new He's doing the good. trailers for the new Black Widow, I think, look awesome. And I'm he excited. It's funny, it's yeah, having looks, fun. Yeah. On that now positive note, or, yeah. <laughs> uh we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah. When we get back, we're gonna jump right into chapters one and two of Garden of Souls. <laughs> Hello, listeners. This is your Hellcasters, a.k.a. Crappers, um, coming into your ears during the break real briefly to let you know that we...
0: Really appreciate you guys listening to the show and just want to say thank you so much. And if you have time and want to rate, review, and subscribe, where in uh, Apple Music or wherever you guys get your podcasts, go ahead and do that. We really appreciate it. Uh, maybe show this to a friend who you want to convince to be as nerdy about Hellboy as all of us um, that would be really great
1: yeah we appreciate that and a reminder if you are using Apple Podcasts to listen to the show and you give us a five star review starting with the word boom boom we will go ahead and we will read your boom review right here on the show and give you a shout out and praise you because we really appreciate those boom reviews. Thank you again. And let's get back to the show. What do you say, Kate? Yeah. Welcome back to, ah, crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero of me, Mark David Christianson. And me,
0: Kate Thompson.
1: And we're jumping right into chapter one and two of Garden of Souls.
0: uh, Written by Mike Mignola and John Arcuti. Illustrated by Guy Davis. Colored by Dave Stewart. Lettered by Clem Robbins. Edited by Scott Alley. Originally published uh, back in March through July 2007. And yeah, uh, of course, like co- awesome covers by Mike Mignola. We got like, well, the cover I'm seeing in the wiki is,
1: is it different than what we have in the well
0: uh, in in the like compilation, it looks like book two Garden of Souls has its own illustration. I don't know if that's like separate.
1: Yes, I think that was for the collection. And then if you, and then see you keep slide, going slide you get the chapter one. See, cover. Yeah, the yeah.
0: chapter one. But both of them are so cool. Great. Mignola pieces here the one in the collection is like abe sort of like in an action like yeah. walking forward a little bit and you've got the picture of call like an old sepia tone sort of mm-hmm. like a worn picture of call along with like cool bugs and Egyptian sort of looking uh hieroglyphic carvings behind and like awesome weird robot helmet diving helmet looking kind of things.
1: Yeah. Which we'll know what they are sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but the original cover is just, um, I love it. It's really
0: cool. Yeah. It's Abe looking a little more tentative, sort of like still walking forward, you know, walking forward into discovery about himself. Yes. Uh, a huge picture of call behind him, like overshadowing this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, a sort of, corpse or mummified looking woman being unwrapped by bandages.
1: I love the, the the wraps that are yeah, like, like vertically going up, up
0: and a cool scarab and uh like a fish
1: fish bones I love the Egyptian thing. eye too that's part of the um chapter one yeah stripe that's so a little cool. insert there it's great
0: and yeah so we kind of it opens up and we're sort of seeing the life of Everett Langdon call wait did I say that right yeah,
1: yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, right.
0: So you see him,
1: Langdon Everett call.
0: Langdon Everett call. My bad. Uh, yeah. So you, we're just looking at London in November 1859.
1: I really love that it starts with an invite, a car, like the the first panel is an like an invitation, a fancy yes, little yeah. invitation. You can see him. That's like. With gold, um, like filigree and stuff, it's like very fancy. (laughs) Love it.
0: Um, and it feels like something that, like, England, you know, an. Uh, English gentleman like a rich English guy would be yeah. like we're gonna go unwrap a mummy I'm sure this is based in truth because oh, totally, they fucking right? stole that shit left and right and aristocrats are
1: just like ha ha like, what fun <laughs> this
0: will be to unwrap a mummy come <laughs> along and see it and like yeah, yeah let's
1: desecrate this grave <laughs> yeah let's go,
0: let's go just smash through this grave and everything uh, you know just disrespect everything about this whole thing <laughs> and it's in this enormous cavernous mansion with a giant chandelier and like people are having cocktails and stuff like that uh call is introduced to it's it's kind of like hello hello like a lot of yeah. handshaking of rich guys they stop to be judgmental of this of a guy who walks into the party who is very like elegantly dressed he's got like a huge ascot and a floor length cape like how you would like draw a king with like this fur yeah trimmed thing with like a walking. Walking stick and stuff like that.
1: He feels like a character that will will come back eventually. Like it's almost. It feels like a se- a very purposeful seed. Right? Yes,
0: yes, for sure. He has like a vaguely like Asian mustache, like a sort like, of like almost. Fu Manchu. I know it. Yeah, like a Fu Manchu mustache. I don't know if there's like a m- more. If this is like a severely disrespectful way to describe it, but that's like the term that I know. For it
1: reminds it. me of a lot of the of the character that Liz and I, and right now at the top of my head, I don't yeah, know if they're connected to talk or not. To Liz. Yeah. Yeah. A
0: hundred percent. I thought the same exact thing. Yeah. Cause he has like a nut, like the guy who appears to Liz is also in like robes and you can't really see his face. So I'm like, maybe this guy is related to that. Yes. Character.
1: Now, the people that have listened or read ahead are like, yes.
0: Or like, <laughs> or like, no, like no, you idiots you But Two you know Two people what?
1: can wear robes. Might choose. They could be problematic. <laughs> Mustaches, yeah, right.
0: So he's you know, he's walking around the party. Um, they don't name him right here. It's like, I can't believe he's showing his face after his behavior at Lord Belson's Brighton Beach home in June, <laughs> you know, just gossiping. Yeah, I love that we're like, What did he do? Yeah, like, who is this guy? So they kind of chit chat for a minute. The mummy is revealed, um, and unveiled, and as they unwrap the face. Wrappings, the eyes open, and these oh. like green haunting eyes are are like snap open. I would imagine <laughs> it's creepy. so
1: creepy, and I love that we just cut away from that. That yeah, love cut it away just to like, the
0: what? to the pretty much present day public. Well, close to the yeah, March two thousand six. Yeah, and we're in Indonesia. This huge guy it, who's like towering over the rest of the crowd is uh filing his nails, waiting for someone eventually uh this guy shows up to be like oh come with me take my car oh you're too big the car's really little let's call you a taxi as this huge man is waiting what i love about mr. the design mr
1: miss mr oh, mari yeah yeah sorry i just want to interject what no, i love good. about the design of this guy which we'll we'll soon know that his name is edward yes but what I love, and one, I love that they do a full body, like even before you get a full scale of him, I love that full first panel of him and how large he is. And then, of course, we'll get the, the card gag. Here. Yeah. And but his design of his shirt, the stripes and everything, he looks like a Bond villain to me. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. And I he's wonder. He's
0: like if- modern, rich, casual guy. Like he's dressed very, it's like a rich guy on vacation. He's got like a light colored suit jacket. And like white shoes, you know, or yeah. like off-white shoes. Like he looks like a very put together rich guy. He's like a huge guy, but he's like delicately filing his nails and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like you get the feeling that he's like ladi da, but also he that, knows how know. to fucking kill a guy. He knows how to crush someone. And I'm wondering head. because
1: we'll we'll get to know him more, and it'll be sort of like a different a turn, right, or of a reveal of, of certain things. And I'm I'm just curious your thoughts on that. I wonder if they really were playing into that because we are in that world, even though it's BPRD and it's supernatural stuff. Yeah. There is that aspect of like spies and government like dealings like bond. And I wonder if they're playing into that at all. This
0: does feel like it a little bit like they're.
1: Yeah. They're Indonesia. So I was like uh, espionage happening around the world.
0: Yeah. There's like a mystery to this one. That's like. Feels like. Like there are elements of it that are like older uh, and ancient, but like a lot of it, yeah, yeah, I would say like maybe like the sleekness of it, the sleekness of of it is surrounded by this like hustle and bustle of uh, this Indonesian street. Mm-hmm. Maybe that makes that does. I can totally see how you would draw that comparison in your mind. To Very cool. Bond movie. While he's waiting, Edward sees in like one of the those like newspaper boxes. What do you call him? He's I mean, paper vending, vending machine. Vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sees a picture of, of Daimyo and Abe just talking about the monster cleanup in Nebraska. And he makes note of it. But you it's kind of like you can't really tell what he's thinking exactly. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, hmm. like you can tell he's like, it reg- it registers with him.
1: And it's very interesting. I don't think the BPRD, I think they're not as hidden. Like, this sort of gives a different feel of, like, they're very public. Like, yes. I don't think they've never been hidden, like, like per se, in the comparison to the Guillermo movie, where it yeah. feels like those are, like, straight up men and black. No one knows about them. But it is interesting to be, like, This is displaying a press conference, Yeah. which before this, I would never think, I I thought that people knew about them and they were open about them existing to a degree, but this is a fucking straight up press conference with a guy whose face is fucked up in a fish man. Like, yeah, (laughs) like pretty
0: notable characters. Like, even if you're like, oh, these guys exist on some level, I know of them. And I've heard about all this crazy shit happening in Mm -hmm. the US where you know, frog people are escaping and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess that's it, too. It's like a whole city was destroyed, essentially. So they, they came, would be, it would, they would have to be like, we're the ones who are taking care
1: of this. Yes, they were forced to become more, more public, public than they, they wanted. Yeah.
0: But. And then, uh, meanwhile, in Colorado, Abe and Liz are over um, Roger's grave. It, it has a different name to kind of stop people from grave robbing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're both just kind of still affected by it. Liz is like, hey, what's up with you? You never told me what happened when you went to Rhode Island. He's like, it's fucking complicated. And that's kind of, you know, they kind of just leave on this note of like, Abe sort of just feels unsure of, of what to believe about himself and everything like that. So it's kind of this melancholy feeling that Abe and Liz are having and then it go, cuts to um is this real oh, quick oh yeah yeah
1: we have this panel in that conversation where it shows Liz and there's like an image above her
0: yeah what, is this is, is that the frogs worshiping it looks like, like the frogs worshiping but i don't know exactly who's standing there holding oh is that that's that little piece right is that the um yeah i guess that is the piece that, that, that little piece that Roger had that saved had? the day right yeah so that must be the what the fuck was his name? Um, Black Flame. Is We're that not, it? Do, it looks
1: more like just a random. Pr- yeah, like I, a I, I, it doesn't look like Black. F- it doesn't look like Black Flame to me because he has such a distinct look with flames on his head. Yeah, this looks like. I can't tell who it is, and I wonder if it's. Yeah. Is it that? Is it that monk? Is it the monk that has the, the that she's had vision of that we've heard of but we don't know yet that has like the the handprint, the red handprint on his head, and things like that. It's very oh, ominous. Yes,
0: yes, yes, because in very yeah, vague. because it is something that like is being conjured in Liz's mind too, and she's saying in that same panel like it doesn't sound. I don't think you're crazy. Essentially, I've, I've I've gone through, through some through crazy shit. <laughs> shit that I'm still dealing with too, yeah. and so I no, I don't think you're crazy. So they're sort of like still like still like sort of t- talking to each other, but they don't even know what to make of their situations yet. So it's like yeah. hard to relate and talk about.
1: Yeah, they can't talk about it so directly because they don't fully understand it yet.
0: Yeah. And then meanwhile, Daimyo's getting his super duper acupuncture with like floating candles. Yeah, and a lot of magic crazy happening. magic happening.
1: And there's these, and I'm like, he takes a sword out, but, yeah. and, but was like, what's going on? You don't I really
0: know what he's, doing with it and then there's sort of this close up on Daimyo he can like feel it I assume that means he's feeling the change into the like leopard creature maybe yeah his like head starts bleeding and as he's doing that they're just they happen to be in the same room as this like well he's um, kept it it's a, he faced, decided to keep this damn thing yeah it's <laughs> gnarly the human faced like monkey that they found deep in the like deep in the depths of this facility and it starts talking to him says good boy <laughs> and like sort of like puts up its hand to the glass saying just kind of being like really vague. Like you want to keep everything in check. Keep it all quiet. We all want that. He's like, what the fuck? And the room has like completely changed. Like the color has changed. The like mystic that's helping him is nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. And Daimyo's is like, what the fuck? Who is we? What are you? you? You can talk. You can speak English. And this thing is like, Giving him like sort of creepy responses. Well, well, you know, you're dead. You can't talk. It smashes through the glass. And now it's got a gun.
1: Monkey with a gun. <laughs> yeah, monkey with a
0: gun. Great, great subject matter here. Daimyo falls off the table. That's funny coming from you. And like, then it tr- it like transforms into the color changes again, and it transforms into him having like a vision of his former, um, like. I don't know, not battalion, whatever this like crew of secret soldiers that Mm -hmm. he was commanding kind of shows up and they're like horrible, ripped apart visages, like haunting him as these as the like acupuncture, not even like needles. They were already big to begin with. And now they're getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, they're going through him. Yeah, they're going stabbing through him like huge spears. And it transforms into this vision of one of his soldiers like holding a gun to him uh remember two more clicks keep it quiet two more clicks very too badly wounded and like then he snaps out of it he's back in the room the mystic is cleaning the sword this like gold
1: sword that he used to do something i'm assuming those the ones that look like candles but were attached to him are part of his body cuz now they're missing and the and where they were is where he's bandaged up
0: oh yeah i guess that's what maybe. i'm assuming
1: off of just the images
0: I don't know because they were like floating around him too in the room.
1: Yeah, but there's that might like, just be a mystery act too of like, I don't know.
0: I truly have no idea. There's He's a lot wrong. of mystery surrounding I this. I love that there's mystery. <laughs> situation everything that Daimyo gets done to him. I'm like, huh?
1: What the fuck?
0: Does this guy get paid? Does he show up? Like, does he live here? Yeah, <laughs> what is he? <laughs> this guy? He's like, we're all done. They wrap it up. The, the monkey is still dead, still contained in its little tube um you know hasn't broken out doesn't have a gun then it cuts again to at first i wasn't sure i was like when is this happening yeah but, it's um because it's this like prehistoric looking jungle at first you see like a leopard or tiger looking thing drinking from the water and then a very dinosaur looking bird calling and then we get a closer look at the leopard and it has like Almost a human face. Yeah. It's like got like a or ape like face and then a huge either robot or sort of like cosmonaut looking, like very steampunk. Very yeah, very steampunky, very like um old diving suit looking uh sort of android looking thing approaching the leopard monkey, which like At first kind of balks and like backs up into the water, but then the thing in the suit feeds the leopard and it seems docile enough to like take it and be fine. So you're like, what the fuck was that when you're first reading? And
1: I love it's two pages that are all silent other than sound of like the effects. Yeah, just
0: the like clunks and stuff. So you're like, what's happening over here? Huh? (laughs) Where is this? They also, yeah, they give you no indication of like where or when this is. So you're like, oh, uh, what the fuck's happening? Back in Colorado, Abe's glumly walking down the hallway and Johan comes up beep beep in his little <laughs> like in his little so funny. cart. He's like, hey, Abe, you know, uh, hop in. We're going <laughs> we're going down to the fucking files. We're gonna check it out. Abe's like, no, thank you. I don't want to pick stuff up. I don't really seem like doing this johan's like it's gonna be fun it's gonna be cool (laughs) oh p.s you have a delivery and then it cuts to kate uh she's going through some huge books some giant tomes of her own and she's never not reading yeah she's (laughs) investigating the paranormal and uh liz comes in to check on her how's it going i'm okay liz starts to leave but then is like Hey, uh, I saw your flat. You know, they started to talk about Roger um, and Kate is like, hey, why don't you stay? Basically, like hang out, um, kind of like comforting each other, like just being like friends. Like they're they both went through a lot of shit.
1: And no one seems to be talking in the bureau right now. Everybody's sort of like they feel a bit shattered or like distant from each other. So it's nice to be like they're reconnecting, trying to like, yeah, as you said, comfort.
0: Yeah. Just be like, let's you know, let's drink tea and hang out. We're friends. <laughs> like we're we went through a lot, and it's hard, and we should talk about it. Which is the fucking strength of women, dude. That's the- hell yeah, dude. Yeah. They'll talk. <laughs> Open up. Don't let it fester and turn into an ulcer. Mm-mm. Just talk to one another. Maybe communicate. Don't communicate. punch.
1: Don't punch stuff. We can learn a lot from Kate. You don't have to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the then we go back to Abe opening his package. Um, looks like it went through customs. <laughs> yeah,
1: beat the hell. Yeah, up. <laughs> it's a
0: pretty fucked up. He opens it up as this really ornate cigar case with his uh, former human initials on it. Um, we see LEC. He opens it up, three cigars and a rolled up map that he unfurls, and he sees. Balikpapan? Balikpapan? Yeah, I don't Balikpapan, know how to. Indonesia? Bali- Balikpapan? Balikpapan? Yeah. Uh, so he sees the map with a red circle around that location, and that's where chapter one ends. Big, like, when you're reading it's like, well, fuck me. I would have to, I would want to, re. if I got that one month, I would ha- certainly have to reread it and then read oh, the I second be- one the next month when it comes out. I'd be like, I got to f- remember what's happening because I don't know what the fuck's going on.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's because it, it does a lot of just sparking so much interest in like you. You already said this, but mystery. Yeah, everything. It's like they're giving us, they're being so patient with us. Yes, it's a very and just like, giving us a little, little bits, bit of
0: bread, little tiny bit. Yeah, little breadcrumbs it. throughout. And then, and
1: there's so many fi- Like there's so much cool in this. I know we would normally yeah. save this for the end, but what I love about it a lot is like. Most of the dialogue is very either just casual between yeah. friends trying to reconnect or sort of like unable to process events that we've already read about, yeah. which I love, and it's very human for these characters in this extraordinary it's a very circumstances. Real, like they
0: would be reacting like this, like it's a like it's just well written. Yes, and like Abe, you know, there's little things planted throughout. Like Abe is sitting in Langdon Everett Call's desk. He has the fucking framed picture of the wife on the table still, so he's like still fucked up about this. He still doesn't know. It's like a whole thing of who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. Why am I this way now? Why was I like that before? What changed about like, you know, he still doesn't know this answers to this. He's just scratching the surface.
1: I love that. That familiarity being like sort of reestablished with these characters. Plus, you know, in a sense, the biggest dialogue scenes have been like those. And then like very mysterious vision that, and he goes, but doesn't. It's again. We keep getting just a little bit of dynamo, yeah. and I love that. Yeah, like they, every story doesn't even finish it out. It just keeps they're like, you'll
0: still <laughs> read this. You'll figure out what's
1: happening. I love it. Like,
0: what's going on? We have that beginning
1: guy? that we have not come back to yeah. in that first issue. We're like, wait, we started in older times with a fucking mummy that opened its eyes. Right, I'm come back to.
0: Yeah, that. Uh, uh, yeah, like I, I really want to find out what the payoff is. Yeah, it definitely. Like, what's your appetite for like? the next what? issue
1: what is this and yeah. then i love that the only connection we have in that last frame of the map is this guy that we have no clue who he is you know this big yeah. giant white blonde man who can't get into a tiny car
0: which you know in a world <laughs> where nazis are frequent you know uh yeah, villains
1: we've read so much about i ourselves. go
0: into my uh that's in my immediate thought i'm like what, what is this guy up to he's yeah. bad news <laughs> exactly big blonde guy no thanks
1: and we have in the middle of all this
0: just a panel that's just silent with a giant robot and some right m- petting a leopard monkey. Yeah,
1: it's there's so much cool, like allowing us to not. I don't know. You, you I, I, I'm, I'm a loss for articulate words on like how much I love them. Unwilling to just throw everything at our, our right, like it's just good us.
0: storytelling. Like it's good, like planting these little seeds these are characters that you're super familiar with. Like they know that you're not, this, this isn't the issue to start with. If you're like, I want to get into Hellboy and the BPRD. Like there's a lot being like, yes, even if you've been reading the entire time, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah,
1: It definitely, I love it. You're right. I would never be like, we're just so familiar with the characters at this point (laughs) that
0: they can tell a story like this where it's like, okay, we can have this like measured patient unveiling of, D- plot points in this issue
1: it's so cool they're killing it it's awesome let's move on to chapter yeah two.
0: chapter two another great mignola cover we have sort of like great tentacly sort of like cuttlefish looking creatures yeah um an insert of an eye sort of like somebody who could either be that blonde guy or like vaguely looks like depictions of roger
1: yeah he looks like which i didn't dawn on me while we we're reading it yeah. but what we're gonna get to is like this figure easily could be a humunculus and in a
0: sense. Yeah. He has a belly
1: button, though. Which, we have a lot to discuss so when he's it different. comes to humongous. Yes, for sure. <laughs>
0: but I mean, they he does. Think- yeah, he
1: does. He and he has possibly. I'm assuming we don't. He has a penis. <laughs>
0: I, I would assume you can't tell. I feel like usually they're pretty fast and loose with showing you Roger's crotch when it is yeah. in fact <laughs> Roger. But, you know, it's like, you don't know. whats We're like, who is who is this going to be? It, but it looks vaguely similar to the way that, like, homunculi have been depicted by Mignola before. But, like, just different enough where it's like, I think he's intentionally making, drawing that, like, making that come up in your mind.
1: Um, And I love, there's two details I love on this cover, too, yeah. that sort of play into me for the story. I'd love your thoughts on that, Kate. One, I love that these vapors... Coming off of this 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 manly figure on the yeah. cover, I think that definitely is a clear what we're gonna where the story will go. But I love that allusion to like, why are there vapors? These this yeah. energy coming off of him. Yeah, and then the other thing I love For is sure. that like this cover, the last cover had a picture of Langdon Everett Call. Yeah, this picture only has a signature.
0: Yeah, and it's like obscured. Like Abe is in front of the L, so it's like. I don't know, you know, it's is it, does it matter less that Abe used to be this person? Is yeah. it like, is it like, you know, it's still, it's the words are literally touching his head. It's mm-hmm. on his mind. You know, there's like, uh, it's pretty clear that he's still like going to be obsessed with this mystery for a little bit, at least for this five issue run and yeah. probably longer.
1: I want to pick, I want to clock that and see what the other covers going forward if there's more. Right, if it
0: like continues to decrease or Yeah, whatever. exactly.
1: Because I think that's very purposeful.
0: Totally. And totally. where the
1: story is going to continue. Mignola,
0: and that's like Mignola's huge strength is just like putting all of that into one cover, you know, into yeah. one image. He's just inserting so much information, giving you so much room to like interpret and... Just, like, to think about, like, it's great. He's such a good artist. It's crazy. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so, we see the the second issue opens, like, with all of these cats gathered around a guy on the streets so that we know it's Indonesia, again, because we have these, like, bracketed language, uh, like, translations, you know? Like, in the first issue, we should have yeah. said that, that they were speaking to each other in, uh shit, I
1: forget. Well, uh, Translated from Janese. Janese. Yeah. Is-
0: so the so that's what we we like know that we're still at that location. Like we can assume we're still in Indonesia somewhere. Yes. Um the cats all get really distracted by somebody running by and they all run away. Then on the docks we see Abe and Daimyo. Daimyo's like getting a little antsy. He's pretty pissed. He's like, What like we're here at these docks again? What are we looking for? Abe's like Abe's like, I just gotta be here, okay? Like, just chill out. And he offers Daimyo a cigar when Daimyo's like, hey, you, you haven't told me anything. This sucks. Like, I, tell me a little something. And then yeah. after- Calls him Flipper. Yeah, Flipper. calls him Flipper. He's being a real dick. Abe finally is like, all right, here, have a cigar. And he starts to explain. They kind of just cut right to him being like, yeah, Langdon Everett call. Yeah, I get the impression um, he told him Right, he told him the everything. whole story. Yeah. He like gave him the whole rundown. And so I was once this person. And Daimyo, I think like, you know, he like appropriately asked him, like, is this a BPRD mission or an Abe Sapien mission? Not sure. Perhaps both. In any event, I knew I had to come here. So he's like compelled to be here. They still don't know why they have to continue searching. And as they walk, we see the cats and this like little girl sitting on the docks in the background and the girl like very intently and intensely looking at. Abe. Her
1: pupils are fucking Her crazy. pupils
0: are enormous. Like they almost like for a second, I was like, is this a fish girl? Cause she has like these big, yeah. like big crazy eyes.
1: She reminded me of the German professor that fucked shit up. Yeah. That they yeah. found in the basement, sub yeah. basement. The crazy wild
0: <laughs> eyes. And then, then back in the BPRD headquarters in Colorado, Johann's having fun looking through all of these files. Fascinating. Fascinating. It's like picking up files, walking around, <laughs> um, carting a bunch of them over to the elevator. And he hears something and turns to look, doesn't see anything. But we, the viewer, see four, like, calling cards, literal cards with the with Lobster Johnson's
1: yeah, the lobster. Uh, claw on it. I love, too, that there was one peeking out right behind the folder when he's first viewing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then there's those ones. I love it. So, so you're like, you know, what the fuck? Like, is
0: this a ghost? What's happening here? Um, not really sure. Lobster
1: Johnson working from the dead Lobster again, Johnson. perhaps
0: you know, he's shuffling around here somewhere. <laughs> um yeah, I, d- I didn't know the, notice that claw behind the files before. I don't but think we I also, did in my and and we also read. see um he in the file itself, we see a sort of diving helmet like the one we saw in ep- ep- yes. issue one. So it's like, okay, cool, maybe maybe Johan will do all the hard work for us and he'll you know he'll f- he'll, find it. It out. he'll find it. He'll find it. Meanwhile, Kate and Liz are just, like, being cute friends. They're like, cool, we'll hang out later, like, you know, trying to, like, comfort each other a little bit more. She got a dress. She's like, check out my skirt. (laughs) It's really great. And then they're like, cool, we'll see you later. And then Liz is hit with another vision um, visited by this guy who basically, you know, she's like, listen, your shit is tired. He's like, who can you trust? She's like, don't try to pull this shit on me, but it's kind of working. He's, and she's like, she's like, look, we killed that big thing. It's fine. He's like, you think that's the end? The, I'll show you the end. And shows her like this vision of a a post-apocalypse where these giant creatures are just have run amok and like I cities are in piles around them.
1: Love this two-page spread. It's crazy. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, these wild
0: crustacean, like evil sort of you know, Cthulhu-looking cousins uh, with, like, this writhing floor of the frog creatures just surrounding everything. (laughs) Giant eyes and, like, milky white ghostly eyes with, like, gnarly, disgusting tentacles like emerging from this thing. And, you know, Liz sees all of that in one moment and then the vision is gone and she's literally right back in that same second and watching Kate walk away. And whom do you trust is just like playing in her head still. Oh. She's just like remembering that it's like something is happening. And who is this guy? And is, yeah. he, is he trying to help her or is he trying to plant this like seed of distrust in her? Yeah.
1: Like what string is he really pulling? Yeah. Who's he, pl-
0: who's he playing for?
1: <laughs> and then
0: we go back to the jungle where we see a helmet very similar to the one that Johan just saw in those files.
1: I love this thing in this first panel, this robot guy. Yeah. I love the design of how long the arms are. So it definitely walks like an ape. Awesome ape stuff.
0: (laughs) You know, you know, if when you read Hellboy, you're going to see something walking around on little ape arms. (laughs) Um, And he's got the like, you know, it looks like he's friendly with the, with the wildlife in this weird jungle. There's like a crazy ass bird monkey kind of a thing that, you know, is like, Hanging out with him, and he's like yeah. scratching it and petting it. Then he comes across this guy, the Edward, the guy that the big blonde guy that we yeah. saw in on issue one. Um, who you know they're talking, they're friends, um, and they're working on something you don't know.
1: It um, is a big reveal that this robot thing fucking talks, right? You because you don't know <laughs>
0: what's going on with it. It's like I guess it he talks to the
1: the the bird. bird. Um,
0: so so you're like okay
1: or is he talking English is he talking to Edward I think at first he's
0: chit-chatting with this bird because I can't
1: tell if he's yeah because
0: yeah because you have all the freedom to come and go anyway it is good to have you back See I think he's talking oh. to Edward I think oh, yeah, I think are
1: right. I think you're right that our mind is like who the fuck is he talking to and we might think it's the bird but then it's the reveal right. that oh, totally right. this big this big guy that we don't know his name yet even though we're calling him Edward because it's easier to do so yeah. is is who big I think he's Big mystery hunk cuz I remember reading this and going where the fuck did he come from yeah. but he must have just they just It's just a little revealed.
0: Yeah. So So they continue talking. We see that they're working towards some mutual goal that we don't know what it is. I never put myself ahead of the whole. I never think such thoughts. Not seriously. And trust me, sir. Neither would you. So like they're working towards something bigger than themselves. You can tell with their language. There's this huge like ornate English looking house in the middle of this crazy fucking jungle. And we see more of those like jaguar-like creatures, but these ones have like tentacly heads instead. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just sort of grazing about the yard and hanging out. Um, they go and in, walk into this house. It's like a beautiful English-decorated house. Um, I'm glad you're so certain. Here's some other robots that are all friends. They're all so happy, yeah. Edward. Soon, boys. Very soon. Like, they're, you know, they're happy to be with each other. Something's in motion. They're putting something in motion.
1: You don't know what. I love the casualness to interacting with these little robots. Yeah. These little steamed robots. Yeah.
0: (laughs) There's, like, funny little guys. Love it. And then Johan, looking through all of these files, comes across one with a woman at a trial. You're not really sure what's going on. You see sort of like a little piece of the black flame on this other page. You see a guy with like huge gaping, like cavernous eyes, eye holes, and like another guy with the fedora. It's like a a bunch of like aging pictures here. That woman, very familiar. And he looks up special agent war crimes trial, Washington, (laughs) D.C., June 9th, 1946. In the case of World Court versus Hawk, also known as Rudolph Bergen, and Geist, also known as Rickard Mott, and the Crimson Lotus. Yes, of course. That That's how I know her. The Crimson Lotus and also Hot. Like, oh, it's discovered so he's, something. You know, something's up. He's I wonder like, what that the painting is together.
1: behind, behind him? him. It seems like very like purposely put there. It's For such sure. an insane, like, him. It's like the angels. only thing in the room. It's like yeah. the only I have yeah. to do the research and find out what that is. Yeah. I, or if somebody just wanted to tell us. I if don't. You,
0: if anybody knows, yeah, I bet somebody could tell us. It's a very, um, very cool,
1: like, very specific. Seems like something.
0: It looks like a man reclining and, like, being visited by angels. three angels or yeah. something.
1: One that looks sort of youthful and one that looks possibly a skeleton. Yeah, like maybe, an angel maybe of older death. or something. I don't know. Don't know. Love it.
0: And then... Um, Back in this, like, tropical area, but inside the, you would assume the depths of this house, we have more steampunky-looking, like, Victorian-age technology um, that Edward and one of the robots is, like, exploring through right now. Or, like, w- like walking through. They're familiar with it. How are the vessels coming along? Number three is advanced. far. So they're talking about these beings, these, like, bodies that are in this tube. Yeah. They sort of look like... They're like translucent and have like vein. You can see like their veins and nerves and stuff. Yeah, they're so, not fully formed yet. Yeah, not fully formed. This guy's getting impatient. Who's in the robot suit. We see that this it's the, the first human, time. Yeah. Yeah. With like wires attached to his head and he looks very old. Um, and Edward sort of is talking about, you know, I was I was impatient too. all of the anxiety is worth it. What about call? So they mentioned call directly. Call, yes, there was the question. It's impossible to arrive at any opinion, impossible. We just won't know if... Dah! And then he gets this terrible headache. Edward, what is it? You know what it is. And then we like, kind of like the camera, like moves up the stairs yeah. into this bedroom, to this bed surrounded by pots burning something you don't know. And then um, the eyes, some very familiar looking uh, eyes, yes. those green eyes of the mummy that we saw in the first issue. Edward.
1: <laughs> Very drawn out. Edward. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then back in um that bigger city in Indonesia, Balik, 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 Balikpapan, Balikpapan.
1: Well, I think you nailed it. I,
0: let's <laughs> let's hope I got close. <laughs> um, We see Daimyo talking to Kate on the phone. Abe's asleep in the tub. They're kind of like Daimyo like, yeah, I'm not really sure we're going to find here, if anything. Abe's asleep. I'll let you know if anything comes up tomorrow. And then, as he leaves, we see the silhouette of that little girl that we saw earlier on the dock with all the cats, which is pretty creepy. And then the next day, when Daimyo comes in, um, Abe's gone and just written on the wall in red. We don't know what. It's like, is this blood? We see Jalan Bajar, 29, and that's it.
1: One a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, big cliffhanger. What the fuck's going on? Where's uh, Abe?
1: I love the right before that cliffhanger, that peaceful image of Abe in a bathtub.
0: Yeah, he's just relaxing in there, <laughs> having fun. And that's, yeah, that's the end of chapter two. Whoa. Still a ton of questions, little tiny bits of information getting yeah. fed to us. And yeah, Perfectly keeping your paced. appetite up for... For Discovery.
1: Yeah, very much so. Yeah. It's a, I don't know, I love the slow reveal on this one. Yeah. I don't know, I think they nailed the pacing pretty perfectly in this, these two issues.
0: Yeah, because they're showing you enough, like, cool shit, too. Like, there's enough new, cool stuff with, like, these diving helmets and stuff like that. You know they're connected to Call, but you don't know how. We're sort of, like, hoping to get answers to the, like, mysteries that they raised in the last series with, like, all of these weird files and like whatever this headquarters this new BPRd headquarters has to offer to us and to Johan,
1: yeah, and then the, like we don't know what they were. We're like, is this thing a robot? is it it's like what's yeah, the what function? And then we have this now we know w- it's a person, person inside in, like, this type tight- yeah.
0: suit, like a person whose body is pretty fucked up. yeah, they can't like exist outside of it. We know they have like a mummy preserved, so they're like preserving humans in some way. It's implied that Edward was in one of those robots before and then was put into this body. Like
1: yeah, homunculus-y
0: style. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not like created, but they created this like vessel for yeah. a person to go into. And very yeah, interesting.
1: It's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, there's so many cool cool questions <laughs> and mystery about it.
0: What the fuck's happened to?
1: Do you have any favorite like panel oh, or yeah, dialogue or anything that you want to call out before? I we... mean,
0: truly, these covers are like my absolute favorite. I think they're so great. Um, yeah,
1: they even topped like the BPRD ones that I was loving.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to ignore the like apocalypse vision that that's my top. Has. It's really cool
1: because I do it on the digital, and I just have to. I let it slide, and I look at it completely vertical. Oh, it's, it's nice, amazing, to see both pages. It's laid really
0: out. cool in the first issue, I like Johan's beeping at Abe and scaring him. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Um, There's great humor still in this. I really like the connection that they're showing with Liz and Kate. Like, I think that's really strong, you know, like, I think like, it's easy for men writing comics to brush female characters aside. And I think that this, you know, I think that Mignola gives them like, gives them enough to do. And, gives enough intrigue to what's happening with Liz and it's like they're not being neglected these characters and which is refreshing I feel like
1: no characters being neglected which is very nice
0: right it's like yeah BPRD is really delivering on what you know it's promising you're really getting these like well-developed characters now um yeah they're just like they feel like very distinct fully formed people and it's so um rewarding to have that now. To be like to be like, yeah, I really know this character now. And I feel like they're all likable in their way and cool in their own way. Yeah. And but flawed.
1: We know their backstory. We know enough about their backstory that we just want to see them develop. Yeah. And that's sort of like what I love is what you've pointed out with the two our two female leads, I will call them, Kate and uh, Liz is like we're now allowing them to like in a natural way deal with repercussions of events that have occurred. Yeah like and loss that, of a friend yeah. and
0: just and of a coworker, and yeah just dealing with the kind of gravity of the weird big situation that they were in like you know there's a version the of this. popped off and the, a city got like almost leveled and like yeah. they have to keep working mm-hmm. and that's hard for them to do
1: and there's a version of this where they sort of just skirt over all of that and continue on to the next mission and what i love about this is they've really grounded it into these rich richer characters and a richer world in general it, that allows us to be like no there's repercussions for events yeah and you, and maybe it's there's repercussions of course of like a, a a city being destroyed and the world knowing about the bprd but we're seeing those those deeper emotional repercussions as well yeah of people having to Rebuild themselves. Yeah. Like Liz, just the the simple fact of Liz in that moment, it doesn't seem like a waste of time where she's like, first it talks to Kate and then turns around. I think that's a great moment of having to push through her, probably her own grief and anxiety of like, I need a connection right now and I have to force myself to walk back in and be like, hey, let's gang out. Yeah.
0: Like it's not like I think that they, yeah, they recognize that it's not a good way for them to continue to function as part of this team or just as individual people. Like it's, they, they have each other. So why not, you know, kind of share this weight of everything that's going on. I think it's, it's cool to see that element of this team where they're not just like, you know, Re, it's not like a cartoon reset every time where it's like, yeah, we fought this fucking apocalyptic monster and they're, and then next week we'll do it all again and we'll still be fun and having quips. Like, they do still have fun and have quips, but they're also like, fuck, that was rough. And yeah. it's nice to have a character actually change and acknowledge all the crazy fucking wild comic book shit that they're going through. It's cool.
1: It is very cool. Good stuff. Yeah, very good stuff. Any, um... We want to hear from you. I want to just yeah. first say, we want to want hear from to the hear listeners, thoughts your it. thoughts on this read, because we're loving this. These two issues are amazing. We can't wait to get to the others. You can email us, of course, at Podcast at gmail.com. Please let us know your thoughts on anything we've discussed, specifically, of course, Garden of Souls, these first two issues, and where the BPRD is at this point. Yeah. With everything they've gone through and, that, and how these writers and creators, artists, all of them have just really are developing these characters so well even i wouldn't even say develop i mean they're just exploring them and their their repercussions and their growth um it's beautiful that's how we think of it at least we want to hear from you any um suggestions that are based on what we've read in these first two issues to like that make you think of or anything that for our readers to read watch enjoy
0: well i definitely the like creatures and these like scientists living on this like tropical area make me think of the island of dr murray i was thinking the same yeah fucking it, it thing. makes me think
1: of that a lot and i think that movie is even though it might be a little bit of a mess i actually enjoy it have you are you talking about because there's one with val kilmer there are three. Oh, i did not know that i know like val three kilmer versions one, of and this i've read thing. the book
0: i've read the i've read the book in high school like and i uh i think i reread it a couple years after that but um, I remember really liking it. Me too. And it's H G Wells. I, I have never seen yeah, but I've never seen any of the movie adaptations of it. Marlon Brando's in it, right? In the Val Kilmer one.
1: Yes, Marlon Brando is Dr. He's Moreau. Dr. Moreau.
0: Is it good? Did the monsters look cool?
1: I remember it looking cool at the time. I've heard I, I don't remember a lot. It's something I'd like to revisit just because I, I remember. Googled if you haven't seen it, don't Google it. Just go watch it because
0: the image of Doctor Moreau in this movie, this Marlon white. Brando, is crazy yes. looking.
1: Is it him in his white robe? Stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I, I. Oh
0: my god!
1: Pretty wild, right?
0: Yeah, very wild.
1: And then here's a plug for people in the regards to that movie. Something I don't know if we talked about this on the other uh, the episodes or not, but something I if you like Doctor Island Moreau, if you like H.P. Lovecraft, which is directly connected to Inspired Hellboy as well. Yeah. Uh, the director, who sort of, Dr. Moreau ended this director's career. I, uh, something Stanley, I believe. I don't want to, I'm trying to think, maybe you have it up. He sort of ruined this his career. director? Car- yeah, of Dr. Moreau. With this movie? He it ruined his career, but he's back, and he just came out with the movie Color from, Color from out, of, out of Space, I believe is what it's called. I, I've seen it. I get, it's an okay movie. I wouldn't say it's perfect. It's a good representation of H.P. Lovecraft on the screen. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. R- that just, yeah,
0: Richard Stanley, and color, there are two directors: Richard Stanley and John Frankenheimer.
1: Ah, uh, John Frankenheimer, I think, might have he got fired. Richard Stanley got fired. Fra- Frankenheimer, who's a well-known director over the years, Manchurian Candidate, and so forth, he got brought in to sort of finish uh, it off. Richard Stanley is now back. He brought out a movie this. Or, like, it might be considered a 2019 movie, but it was released, I saw it in the beginning of this year. Color Out of Space, based on um, H.P. Lovecraft's story. Short story. Cool. And it has Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is wild in it. It visually oh, is neat. very compelling. I gave it a three st- three stars on my letterbox, because I don't think it's a perfect movie. Yeah, But it's very much, if you love this kind of world or ex- exploration of...
0: The imagery of it, uh, is it looks pretty, really neat.
1: And Colin st- Stinson, who did the hereditary soundtrack, uh, or score... The score, I think, is the personally my favorite part of the whole movie. Awesome, uh, but that was what I would suggest is checking that out. Totally. That just got us there by talking about it, but that's awesome. Definitely enjoyable. Yeah, people like Hellboy great. and his HBL Lovecraft influence. Definitely check that movie out.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: But that's all I got for that.
0: That's all I got for that.
1: That's it for this episode. Any final other thoughts? Anything you wanted to throw in there before we get out of here?
0: Um, no, go read that. Oh, you know what? I started reading. Um, born that book that um that james mahon james recommended yeah going through it love it yeah yeah it's pretty cool so far it's like really written in a way that it's it's a very distinct style that the author has and it's unlike really anything that i've read recently so it's i don't know i I really like it so far it's the same kind of thing where like it, it, it reminds me of this in a way where it kind of just throws you into a, the deep end of this world and you're sort of revealed like little things are revealed like gradually uh in, yeah it's but in a way that's like beautifully written and well done it's cool i'm excited to keep reading it
1: i love it yeah, great. it's great it's great wonderful great i don't have anything else to say i'm excited to continue into the next the next week in the garden of souls yeah see where this story takes us yeah um you can reach out to us um also and stay up to date on anything with us on twitter and instagram twitter it's awcrap hellboy instagram is awcrap a hellboy podcast Um, Follow us on there to keep updated on what's coming in other things, especially if we have a giveaway coming up in the future. But all I can say to you all out there, thank you for listening. And remember, we
0: love you. I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And we are the co-hosts of the podcast, Hella in Your Your 30s. 30s. This podcast is all about diets, hobbies.
1: Never dying. Never
0: dying. Fitbits.
1: I'm going to try to moisturize my face more. Yeah, alcohol. Should we drink more or less? (laughs) Cheap Chipotle dates for two. We bring you hot episodes every Monday from Campfire Media. So make sure to subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.